Bandwidth for the Frog Pants Studios Network provided by Z Hosting at zhosting.com, providing reliable and affordable web solutions to everyone. Visit zhosting.com. That's z e h o s t i n g dot com. You are listening to App Slappy Podcast with Scott and Eric. Attention, Scott and Eric. No. Deep. Hey everybody, welcome back to App Slappy. This is App Slappy episode 56, the store and the podcast, the store, the podcast for app store addicts covering all the hot news and reviews for your iPhone, iPad, or iPod touch needs. I'm Scott. And I'm Eric. Yes, he is Eric. How's it going, man? It feels like we've, uh, I, I literally have not spoken to you in a week. I know. What's up with that? That's, I don't know. We usually talk more than that. I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I, you know, I, I, I called you last night to see if you want to get in a little starcraft oh you did but it was like 11 o'clock my time which is what one in the morning your time and you want yeah yeah we need to do that seriously that game is so great too bad our iphones and ipads don't have games like that there's there's, yet (laughs) that's a good point yet they made a version of starcraft one for the n64 so i'm just saying all things are possible if you really want them (laughs) bad enough uh, that game is really great, but this show is not about video games per se. It's about phone games sometimes, but it's mostly about iPhones and iPods and the apps that go on them and iPads, for that matter. Let's yes. get started with some big news. It's not all that big, but it's news nonetheless. <laughs> news! Hey, news, everybody. The iPhone 4's antenna sucks. Just kidding. That's not what we're going to talk about. Talking to a guy who doesn't even have one. I know. And you know what? I'm trying to decide if I, I'm really all that worked up about it. I'm kind of okay not having that phone yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't had... You're, you're waiting for the white one anyway. So. Well, we have a call later that maybe I should wait until January because of that call. No. <laughs> we'll find out when we get to the call. But there is a hole in my PDF. Hackers could enslave my iPad or my iPhone says a security firm. It's a new web-based jailbreak uh, from the other day. Apparently, it exploits a bug in the iPhone's PDF reading software. Apple says it's investigating or said they were investigating the security vulnerability. To be safe in the meantime, do not open any of your PDFs in your iPhone or iPhone browser. Uh, Somewhere, Adobe is quietly sobbing, says this article on Um, news.yahoo.com. There's already a fix, though, so we're... we want to bring it up to date. Where's where's the fix? Fix I found on an article on Engadget. They say the security hole is all ready to go, or the fix for it, rather. Um, here's what they say. Uh, thankfully, the uh, excuse me for the rooted those people who were root kitted by this nasty PDF exploit, uh, or those who never intended to root. Cupertino claims that has patched the hole. Quote, we are aware of the reported issue. We have already developed a fix for it. We will be making it available to customers customers in an upcoming software update, an Apple spokesperson told CNET. So we don't know when it's going to arrive, but we think pretty quick. Probably going to be a, an update pretty quick. In the meantime, however, the same warning applies. Eric, if you get any PDFs in your iPhone, do not open them with the browser. Well, it's, well yes, do not use Safari to open up the PDFs. Now, in theory... 
Just a well, theory. This is the, they said this is the reason why it's been so easy to jailbreak the i iPhone 4 is with the same. Same exploit? Well, yeah, the same exploit. Oh, well, that's not good for jailbreakers then, is it? It's not. Oh. So before you, you guys who want to jailbreak your phones, you better do it before this uh, little update well, let's comes talk out. about what it actually did. It didn't just simply jailbreak your phone. It could give somebody direct access of your phone. To everything. Everything in there, which is real bad. Uh, yes. So don't don't open any PDFs. I would not recommend it. But it is nice to know there's a fix ready to go. If you if you were to ask me when I think the security uh, fix will go live, I'm going to predict tomorrow, Thursday or Friday, the latest. Oh, really? What do you think of that? Maybe. You're impressed with my skills of deduction. Yes, I am very impressed. I'm I'm usually right on these predictions. Is all I'm saying. I've been known mm. to predict a thing or two in my lifetime. Yeah, it's just like you're right about that sinking over the <laughs> the air. Well, that wasn't a prediction. That was a wish. That was a hope. That was your prediction. I wouldn't even call it a wishful hope that has yet yeah. to find a fruition, satisfying ending. Nonetheless, uh, be very careful, and we will link in the show notes more details so you know what to look for uh, in that. And that is scary as crap, and I'm glad I'm not opening any PDFs. But in th- oh, I was going to say before, in theory, you could use like Goodreader, right? Maybe, possibly, to still open these PDFs. But then again, why, yeah, why would but it's, you? it's based on, like, say you're in a website, you know. Usually, like, because you got to figure, you got to be on a website will download a PDF to your phone. Yeah. So you got to be, like, on a, a website that does. Because usually I don't look at too many PDFs. Uh, not on my phone, anyway. I do more on my no. iPad, though. No, on... On, uh, on, your, uh, on your iPhone. <laughs> no, my iPhone, it's usually in emails or something like that. Where oh, I get, right, right. I look at PDFs and stuff. It's very rarely I'm on a website that I'm looking at a PDF, you know. There are cases, like, you know, on some things where you will uh, download PDFs that will open up within the web browser, but sure, not, not too often for me. Well, there you have it. Re- there you have it. Just yes. watch out, kids. Another recent update. This one not so uh, horrible. Apple updated the iDisk music, or excuse me, not iDisk music, the iDisk app and the iDisk system to enable streaming music to your iPhone or iPad. Eric, you already tried this out before the show. Yeah. Seems to work, yeah? Not video though, right? No, the video is working okay. Oh, it is. Okay, interesting. So it's not just, they're not just doing audio. Is that over Wi-Fi or are you doing that over 3G? I was tr- testing over Wi-Fi, and it seemed to work pretty pretty well. But the only issue was, like, sure, it does streaming of music, but you needed something to create playlists, and so it just doesn't stop after the first song or something like that, you know? Yeah, you wouldn't want to use this for, you know, your phone. Like, if you're really serious about your music, you're just going to use the iPod functionality. But if you need to quickly grab something or listen to something, or in the case of video like a quick time movie or something. This is a great way to see something like that on the go. Um, and I'm, I'm not buying the Kool-Aid. Like I didn't, I don't have mobile me. I don't have iDisc. I don't do any of that stuff because I think it's way too expensive and I'm waiting for Apple to finally wise up and be more competitive with other sort of file storage sharing stuff, uh, that's already out there, but you can access all your files, including iWork, Microsoft office, PDFs. Oh, don't open, don't open a PDF, uh, quick time <laughs> movies and JPEGs. All via me.com, but also on the app, uh, the mobile devices. Files larger than 20 meg will not be viewable, however. So movies, really not an option. Uh, probably not. Unless you have a 20 megabyte movie. In which case, I would wonder, I, I would wonder what kind of movies you're watching. <laughs> 
Uh, so there's that. We have an article on PCMag.com. That update is pretty cool. So those of you with that functionality, like Eric, who are happy to spend $100 a year on something that they should be paying about 50 for, uh, you now have the, uh, the option to do all that we said and more. Right? Does that sound right? Yeah, sounds right. Are you watching the chat room again? No. <laughs> Despite, what are you talking about? Nothing, never mind. Uh, I'm texting, actually. So. Oh, very nice. That's great. That's not distracting at all. <laughs> texting while we record. I love it. Despite death grip, most iPhone users are very satisfied. Eric, if somebody walked up to you with a clipboard and said, Eric, you're an iPhone 4 user uh, on a scale from 1 to 5, one being the least satisfied, five being the most, what would you tell them? Uh, I'd say I'm about a four. Really? Yeah. What keeps it from the five? What's the one point? Uh, just, I'd have to say I get more drop calls with my iPhone 4 than I do with my old phone. Really? It's yeah. noticeable. But more, more often. I have yeah. to say I'm on the phone a lot more often these days than I was with my old phone. Why so is that? It could be, could be a chance of odds, you know. Why, why are you on it more often? Because, you know, talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that really... We get to the hard answers here on the App Slappy for sure. Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's great. I'm glad you're using it more often. So uh, customers, according to PCMagazine.com, customers are slightly less satisfied with the iPhone 4 than they were with the iPhone 3GS, but ratings for the popular smart smartphone are still sky high. Most users appear to be content with Apple's response to the death grip issue, according to a Wednesday report from Change Wave Research. And I think this is interesting because you, the way you get a feel for how a product lands is usually where people put their wallets and their money. And so far, it's not slowing sales. Like, they're not having a hard time pushing iPhone 4s out there. And if it's true that more calls are being dropped, that doesn't seem to be putting a very significant dent in things. And if Apple's numbers are correct, way less people do the, you know, buyer's remorse return the phone thing with the 4 than they did with the 3GS anyway. Uh, so there you go. People, it's, check this out. In terms of features, people were most pleased with the iPhone 4 screen resolution, which uh, 49% of people selected as their favorite new feature. About 31% liked the camera, followed by another 30% who chose the touchscreen interface. So that makes me think there are a lot of new people. Yeah, I think those are the <laughs> yeah, new people. The touchscreen interface. Woo, I like that's the. I really like that I can make telephone calls with it and play my music. Wow. Uh, Welcome to 2007. June. Yes, so so, so I have to say the multitasking is my favorite part of, of the phone. Yeah. Mo, but so you can get that on 3GS, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Most. Oh, of, I'm just saying, are you talking about the features of the 4? Well, that's what they're talking about. I'm not talking about What's nothing. The, what was the number one feature? Of the number one feature was screen. Yes, it's a nice screen. Yeah. Oh, and about, I should say this, 73% of people were very or very to somewhat satisfied with Apple's free bumper solution. So that's kind of cool, I guess. You, did you get yours yet? No, it's four to six weeks, remember? Lame. I do remember. I try to put it out of my mind. Most of the complaints centered on what? What do you think? Uh, drop calls. Dropped Reception. calls and AT&T's call quality. Call quality? What the f- about 27%, I know, 27% said their least favorite thing about the iPhone 4 was the fact that AT&T was the carrier. Another 24% pointed to network quality, while 23 cited drop calls. About 24% percent 
also pointed to the death grip issue. But it seems like most of the complaints are about connectivity and carrier, which is interesting because that's an issue that, you know, has little to do with the phone or at least, you know, on the surface, it has little to do with the phone. The Santana thing may contribute to that. But in the end, you know, people want a good carrier. And if I, I've never really had any problems at AT&T, so I'm not complaining. But I know a lot of people that do. And I think some choice would be nice. So maybe this is, you know, some of this stuff is maybe starting to put enough fire behind the idea of adding Verizon or some other carrier to the to the iPhone lineup that they'll just do it and get this over with. Break whatever exclusive they have and just open yeah, it up. But you know, I've, I've I've had a friend who's on Verizon who's just having a nightmare with their customer service, and he's just like, just, just like swearing up and down how much he hates Verizon. Yeah. So it's you know, know grass is not always always greener on the other side. That's what I'm saying. It's always it's a matter of personal perspective and experience. And then and there's the you know you've heard people say, oh, uh, let's see how Verizon's network would. Would, could handle the this much data. Yeah, or it's we know it won't multitask. CDMA won't allow it. So there's 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 stuff. There's issues. But yeah, there's yeah there yeah there's so change wave report found fewer drop calls on the iPhone four than the 3GS. So they're showing the opposite of what you're showing. Uh, five point two percent versus six point three percent. So who knows? I mean, I'm hearing other people say, yeah, I'm getting more drop calls, but then. Some, they even say to me, yeah, but I might be more sensitive to it because I'm paying attention to this antenna news all the time. They're always worried about it. Um, and that's it. That's really the whole thing there. Good, yeah, news, good, new, good news for Apple is it seems like some of these issues are sort of going away. But on the, in the end, it's, they're doing fine. This phone's selling fine. I, I may still hold off for a five or whatever just because... No, you won't. I, I feel like I'm, the, I'm like the pig, the, the piggy can bank. You, can you wait two years for a new phone? Maybe it's only a year. What do you mean two years? Did they do no? They do a refresh. Is it every year? Well, no. That would be a total of two years since I got a new phone. But I'm only waiting a year. It's every year, dude. Is it every year? Yeah. It is every year. Yeah, it is it's every single stinking year. Yeah. Okay. If it I, got if I got to next June or July and they said no new phone this year, well then I'll just buy one. Well then that would be dumb because then you'd only be a year away from whatever. <laughs> I know. I don't know what to think yet. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. But you just um, get one. I got stuff. I got stuff to. I just found I have to buy a thousand dollar inlay for one of my teeth. Ugh. Really? Oh my gosh, dude! I want to kill so myself. Is the sunflower seeds? Right? No, it's not the sunflower seeds. It's just a bad tooth. It's like old, like when I was fifteen. Cavity that's re- rearing its ugly head. Yeesh. <sighs> All right, it's enough of that. Tired Can't you of this. Draw something for the dentist for trade. <laughs> uh, I could ask. I don't know. Probably not. All right, let's do these reviews. Reviews. Let's review what we've been using this week. I'll start with Promini or Prom Promini Promini. I don't know how you say it. <laughs> it's Promini Promini whatever. P R O M I N I. It is a. It's like it's Pro Mini. It might be Pro Mini. But when you hear about what the game is, it won't make any sense anyway. It is a ripoff, and I'm not kidding you, a bald face, complete and total, utter, shameless ripoff of Luminous for originally on the PSP and now on multiple platforms. Do you know, do you know of the title I'm, I'm speaking uh, of? It's the best title on the PSP. Still, launch title, still the best title on there. And it's the little cubes, you rotate them, the little wave comes across, blah, blah, blah. 
Visually speaking, anyway, not so much with sound, but visually speaking, it is a complete ripoff. So of that's, that game. Well, that's kind of a good thing, though, right? I'm not, and that's my point. I am not going to complain about that because it's pretty fun. And as a result, you get a game that is basically luminous without having to pay all the money you would pay for that. The only complaint I have about it is the control system takes a little while to get used to. It's very gesture-based, and I mm. like a D-pad for games like that. I don't like, oh, rotate, uh, you know, swipe up to rotate or swipe left or right to move or left or, re- left or right or swoop down to rotate the other way, but don't swoop down too far because if you do that, the thing will fall and you didn't mean it to. And so there's some issues there. But outside of control issues, it's a really, really well-made knockoff of Luminous. And it was recommended to us by a fan. Uh, he quite liked it. Although he, in his email, he didn't seem to know the or He didn't mention Luminous. <laughs> So it was kind of weird, but 99 cents is the price for this iPhone game. It is iPhone. I'm only doing iPhone today. Do you notice that? No iPad stuff. You're crazy. I know. It's a little crazy. So go check it out. Promini or Promini or however you say it, Promini. Available 99 cents on the App Store now. I would give it a slappy. Uh, but, you know, it loses some points for non-originality because they're definitely just just carting off the idea and doing their own. How's the music track? Uh when I, you know what? Tell me if this sounds good to you. I'm going to open this up. Here it is. Promini, Promini, whatever. First, I have to say, okay, check it out. It's definitely got a more of a funky beat. And here's more from the actual game. Oh, you know what? Here you go. It's more like Donkey Kong Jungle Beat than it is yeah. Luminous. So it's not yeah, the te- you'd, ex- you'd expect something more like techno. Yeah, it's definitely not techno electronic at all. And maybe it's because they couldn't get the right licensed music or something. So that's the one place, like I said, with sound, it's the one place. And even the sound effects, it's definitely not to the quality of Luminous. But visually, you'd swear you're playing a Luminous clone. It's crazy. Anyway, also for me this week, uh, also audio related, I picked up Nature Space Holographic Audio. 99 cents recommended to me from uh, this actually may be free right now. I better check that. But I think I paid a buck. Uh, it is. It was recommended to me because I, I last week I talked about sort of uh, meditation apps and yoga apps and that kind of stuff. And these uh, somebody wrote in and said, well, I really like nature space holographic audio. And I, you know, I kind of inquired a little bit about why. And it's because they use sort of the sound and the surround sound of these sort of relaxing uh, soundscapes to great effect. So you really feel like you're on the beach or you really feel like you're in that meadow or whatever. So the beach, for example, let's just play a little of this. So it's just what you expect. You're washed up on a beach and you can hear the beach sounds. Here's (laughs) I'm sure glad you recorded audio for this. (laughs) Yeah, I got real fancy. Hear that? That's like a meadow. Here's mm-hmm. one with birds. Hold on. So you're saying it has a good sound space? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like what's the other one that we that we occasionally will do? Um, uh, ambiance. Ambiance, yeah. Ambiance. What are you, tomato, tomato? What are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah, ambiance. It's fancy. Fancy for <laughs> you, saying it. <laughs> Yeah, it is fancy. <laughs> um, it's very nice. I, I like it quite a bit. Um, it's, you know, you can get more. 
sounds. Those are just the ones that come with it. They, they sound really great. They've got a great sort of surround sound thing happening. You feel like you're there. A um, couple times I kind of jolt myself a little bit, feeling like I'm really in a place that I shouldn't be or whatever. I always have sensitive ears anyway, but longer the short of it, recommended. Um, I do want to confirm, though, real quick, its status as to cost. What's this called again? Nature. Holographic nature space holographic audio. Okay, yeah, I, I meant to have this up and I forgot. I usually have these up. Nature space holographic audio. Yeah, ninety nine cents. I was right. Uh, so go check it out. I like it. I like it a lot. Eric, what have you been messing around with? Are these both iPhone a- apps or what do we got here? Oh, sorry, Flexfolio is iPad. Sorry. Oh my gosh, iPad. What? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. So anyway, uh, the first one mm-hmm. I am checking out and reviewing is called RDO. No, that's like ra- like Flickr. It's like radio, but without the A in it, right? Yeah, it's, that's it's so Web 2.0. <laughs> anyway, you're asked, probably wondering, what is RDO? Yeah, what is RDO, Eric? Can you tell me? Well, they just released the, the, the version to the public yesterday. So what it is, it's a subscription music service. Oh, it sounds like crap. Tell me more. <laughs> so what it is, is you afford, uh, I got three days for free. I haven't paid for it yet, but it's a $9.99 music-based uh, subscription every month fee to get <laughs> access to all the music that you want. So in other words, to get access to all the music you want, <laughs> You Let me say that you pay ninety-nine. You pay okay. ten bucks a month for the subscription. Got it. Is that better? Is Got that it. Better? I, I like your first one. Roundabout way of saying it. Your first one was more fun. I enjoyed it better. Yes, Keep it was. Going. Yes. Um, so anyway, the, then <laughs> you can pay four ninety-nine if you just want to have access to the stuff on the web. But that's lame. You don't want to do that because you want to use the iPhone app. So, yeah. So the cool thing about this thing is, is you go on the site and you start picking out albums and you start adding them to your collection, right? Yeah, got Whatever it. you do on your website or on your phone, they're all hooked up together to your account. So whatever you do on your website will appear on your phone and vice versa. Okay. So, but there's a cool thing called offline mode. Whoa. Well, what, what offline mode, it only works on the mobile uh, mobile phones, is it will download the album or songs to your phone okay. that can be listened to while not having access to the interjet. So mm. it's kind of cool. So yeah. what it does is it syncs the music, downloads it to your phone, uh, and it's pretty cool when you go in offline mode. So you're, buying, you're paying for this? No, I'm, I'm doing a three-day preview thing. Oh, you're going to do the preview. Okay. So, because I'm not a big fan of the subscription-based music things, I just wanted to check it out, see what kind of selection they had, and they have a really good wide selection of, of albums and artists and music and people. It's kind of like a FM blip. Was mm-hmm. it a blip FM? But uh, is it blip? Not last yeah. FM. No, whatever that blip. Blippy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that blippy one. But yeah, uh, but can so, you in your sub- fancy subscription? Can you get the Japanese A Team thing? But you can't. I don't know. Check it out. Oh, it's such a knockoff. Anyway, 
Okay. All right. Thanks so for interrupting my review there. So your ten dollars. I'm just seeing if your ten dollar if your ten dollar subscription had the kind of reach and breadth of content that say iTunes. Well, the cool does. thing is, is you also have followers and all that kind of stuff, and you can share and collaborate music lists and playlists, and you can you know. So it's kind of a it's a uh, kind of a social thing too going on there um, with with music and stuff like that. Mm. It's it's kind of cool. But then uh, this is what's kind of I don't like about it, which is I mean, it's cool uh, is that you can actually buy the tracks also mm. for download them to your computer, which they cost around a dollar twenty nine dollar, you know, around that the same price as iTunes. Okay. But it's kind of like subscription plus, you know, if you want it's kind of like a uh, yeah, I don't like that thing. But the cool thing is that the desktop application will also scan your MP3, your music library, yeah. and automatically set up collections on the website so, you, uh, so it matches your, your music on your computer with the ones on the site. So if you're on the go, you can kind of have access to your whole music library. It's not uploading anything. It's just matching in what they have in their database with what you have on your computer, mm. which is kind of a cool feature, I'd have to say. Okay. Did they have so, Rooster by Alice in Chains? I'm sure they do. <laughs> so, All right. I'm not, I just am so anti-subscription. They, I've yet to have a service go, hey, you should get this. And I just kind of go, not really into it. Now, you should try it at the three-day free preview well yeah i mean a preview is not definitely worth trying of course but i mean it sounds like to me like you're not really leaning toward you know a ten dollar well, month deal. you gotta think about it like like you buy one album it was 9.99 right sure and that's the price of one whole one month of access to all this music sure you know i mean it like you know if i had this i want to waste my money on the chris cornell's new album that came out last year oh that was so bad what was going on there? What the crap, Chris Cornell? Timbaland, really? So anyway, I wasted. I like. I wasted money. I was like ten bucks. I could add a whole month of you know. You know what advice I give him? I my advice to him would be break that rusty cage and run. <laughs> All right, sorry, keep going. So anyway, it's the the app is a nice interface. You can do searches. You know, create playlists, all that kind of stuff. It's 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 not a bad thing, but it's just you know, if you're on the fence, you can try the three three uh, three day. Um, free trial out. It's also available in Canada too, for all you people in Canada. As you'll hear in today's voicemails, we have many people in Canada. A. Yeah, a. So yeah. So I give this between a it's a slappy and a cheeseburger. And that will cost nine ninety nine, uh, and in Canadian money, that's like fifteen coins with holes in them. So uh, good luck. A bunch with that. of loonies. Yep. Flex, 15 loonies. Tell me about Flexfolio for the iPad. This already has me intrigued and I only know the name. Flexfolio. Okay. Well, actually, the interesting how I got uh, got introduced to this application was as somebody within my, my business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was, was so street, so you check, dude. You check out this application because what it is pretty much it is, is it's a kind of a photographer's portfolio type of thing on the iPad. What these, so you could show it to people. Yeah. It's so what it does is what it has is, um, it has, uh, ability to create like little, uh, the cool thing about it is you can create these on the, on the iPad itself. 
But what you can do is you can create um, little portfolios of, of photos. Uh, and the cool thing is about it is when you tap the image, it flips over, it tells you the client, the art director, the, the agency, the talent, copyright, all that, all that stuff that people might want to know if they're looking at your work, if you're a photographer or doing it, or if they're looking at your print book or something in the world of advertising. Right. I could do this with artwork the potentially. Cool, you could. And the yeah. cool thing is, is you can choose your background. So it's not, so you can make it a different color, not just black, you know? Yeah. It has like grays and reds and beiges and stuff like that. So, uh, and the cool thing is also is you can also email one of the photos as a, like a little like postcard type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do like a leave behind type of thing. Sure. And then you can also attach audios and video to the certain projects also. Okay. And PDFs for it's like uh, you have uh, certain documents you can link together. So that sounds, kind of, it sounds pretty of, neat. It's kind of cool. It's a little expensive. And the reviews are I, a little lousy, but I, it looks like a lot of the com, a lot of the complaints in the reviews are like this is too expensive or something. Yeah, it's a little expensive. It's fourteen ninety nine, um, but for a professional who's out and about and showing his book around type of thing, it's kind of a nice little way to kind of show your work ar- around without you know printing stuff out and that type of thing. Nice. I like so, it. Sounds like but, a good one. I get, there's one thing. There's a, it's a little buggy when you get to the last image. Um, it kind of freezes sometimes. So, but the 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 guy said he's working on fixing all the little uh, bugs out as soon as he can. So, fifteen bones. It's kind of expensive, but um, yeah, hey. I gotta figure though. That's like back in the day when I was doing the old print book. Like oh, fifteen dollars would be nothing. Now that's one shot. To show, yeah, to show your work around, like when you go have an interview or something. Yeah, the day, the old days of portfolio creation, brutal, horrible. Yes. So this is kind of a new way. I'm telling uh, you, the iPad's so. great for this stuff. I use it all the time to show off stuff and, like, you know, try to get somebody excited about hiring me to do their artwork or whatever. It's a great way to show your stuff off. So I recommend having an iPad for that alone, and then apps like this just make it even easier. So very cool. I like it. And thanks for playing a movie while I was talking. <laughs> I played your movie. <laughs> I know, but then you're like playing something from Warner Brothers. Oh, that was a goof. That wasn't supposed to happen. That was a goof. <laughs> I haven't really played with this like insert video stuff, so it's kind of I was kind of having fun there for a minute. Anyway. You're talking about me being distracted by the <laughs> chat room. Like crap. I'm distracted by my streaming technology. All right. Oh my gosh, will you stop it? I did. I'm not doing it anymore. Oh, I, I refreshed and they're showing a commercial. <laughs> oh, it's not me, dude. That's Ustream. <laughs> Ustream does that. Those jerks. I know. With their commercials. Well, they got to pay the bills. Yeah. You don't get that that money? The click-throughs? Psh, no, I don't get anything connected to that at all, which is kind of weak, you know? They ought to they ought to have some kind of sharing thing because you wouldn't have viewers if you weren't doing a thing. You know what I mean? Ugh, that bugs me. You just reminded me of how much that bugs me. All right, let's move on to our, uh, should we do, yeah, let's do stupid app of the week. I guess I should probably play the file that we do all the time, which I can't find because I have Rooster here. (laughs) (laughs) So instead of doing that, we'll play this. In a world where complete morons develop apps, it's the stupid app of the week. Derp. 
Stupid app of the week this week is more toast. 99 cents. Yeah, that's right, folks. More toast. Now you can make toasted stuff that isn't real. As it turns out more toast is available on the app store and simply is an app where you put fake toast into a toaster and other stuff like, oh, I don't know. Uh, they have strudel or something in here. Let's see. I'll read them all. Uh, bagels, sandwiches, waffles, and more. Make your virtual toast with nearly limitless toppings and customization right on your iPhone or iPod Touch. Ugh. It's made by the cupcakes people. Now, what throws me for a loop here is it's really just visual representation of, of toast. It's just not, there's nothing fancy happening here. But then they have a great rating on this. They've had uh, 382 ratings, four stars out of five overall. Um, so there must be something going on. People keep calling it a game, but it's not. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Some people like to make toast. Dude, whatever, dude. We're in the wrong business. Let's go make stupid apps like this and make money. They're obviously making money. It's 99 cents a piece. Excuse me. And it's decently placed on the charts. I don't get it. Yeah, we could do a game where you interrupt my reviews and how many times you can do it. That game is called App Slappy Episode 56. Uh, so more toast, 99 cents, make fake toaster stuff. Enjoy. Have fun with your fake app. Let's do some voicemails. With your fake toast. Your fake toast. I mean, we have some voicemails. As you know, we did a contest last week. What do we promise people with the contest? I don't remember. It's a $10 giveaway. Oh, $10 gift certificate. That's right. From our friends at touchmyapps.com. Totally forgot that. I have to say people, (laughs) we were reviewing the calls before the show. Yeah. There's some bad ones. I was like, what's the crap with all these (laughs) accents? (laughs) I forgot we did this at first because this week has been hell week for me and my memory is dead. And so I'm listening to these things. It's like, yeah, my name is a blah, blah. And I'm going, why is everyone calling you with a silly voice? <laughs> so I start deleting them thinking, oh, well, we don't want this. And then Eric's like, well, wait, we did that contest. Damn it. So I had to go dig those out of the trash. So they're back. Uh, we'll hit them as we go. And then I want uh, Eric and I will vote together on who wins. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Thanks again to touchmyapps.com. By the way, these calls come to us as email attachments, MP4s, M4Vs, whatever it is their little memo on their iPhone does, and you can send those to an email account. That email address is appslappy at gmail.com. Our first one uh, corrects us on the CDMA issues in Korea and Asia. Hey, Scott and Eric. Just a correction about the CDMA iPhone in Korea in the last episode. I believe that in Korea their network is WCDMA, which is different from the CDMA technology on Verizon. The iPhone is already compatible with the WCDMA networks, so basically Apple ships the same phone worldwide. Thanks. Love the show. Derp. Derp indeed. Um, he's right. I did a little looking, and that, and that is true. These aren't like Verizon US-ready phones by any means. So they, you know, but the, the point remains, though, that Apple could make phones to work wherever they wanted. So we're not limited to GSM or whatever it is. Well, I think his point was, like, Apple doesn't have to change anything uh like straight with their model to work with that network right 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 as with the cdma they would have to change correct that is correct but either way i'm saying in manufacturing they do whatever they want it's just a matter of them doing it so do it apple uh we is, why do you, no, what, CDMA, what you, say? you know the cdma network just it's an old like technology well it's not that old 
Well, it's like I couldn't, I can't talk on the phone and do internet at the same time. Uh, that's true. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, those limitations aren't clear to me, though. Like, someone can, if there's a CDMA expert out there, we'd actually wouldn't mind having you on the show for 10 minutes uh, to interview I, you about I it. I know, but, you know, uh, what's the name? Wilson? What's his name? Not Luke. Luke but, Wilson. Uh, Owen Wilson. Uh, Owen. No, Luke. Wait, Owen. No. Which one? What? What? They're actors. What are you talking about? The guys from the TV commercial. Owen Luke. Owen and Luke. Luke. Wilson? Was it Luke Wilson? Is he on who's those? The, who's the fatter one? <laughs> well, I, I, there's a fat Wilson. Oh, oh. Well, probably Luke because he he can. Yeah, Luke. Yeah. He's the one that did those uh, ATT spots. Yeah, he's the one from Idiocracy, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That Dark guy. hair. Yes. Yeah, so he was saying you can't do it, so <laughs> I believe him. <laughs> That's awesome that you called him the fat Luke Wilson, the fat Wilson. <laughs> well, he's, he's a little, he gained a little weight. I thought for a minute when you're saying fat Wilson, I was thinking of the, the Connie Wilson or whatever her name is, or what's her name? Anyway, the one that sings with uh, the, the, the girl group, the three girls. Phillips, the Wilson or something, whatever. Phil, Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. And she plays the Will. She, she doesn't play the Wilson. She is the Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. Uh, all, right. all right, we have a we have a bar explanations uh, about bars. I don't know. Well, it's it's, I think it's like conspiracy. What? what is? It's not an explanation. It's a conspiracy theory. About what? Fat Wilson? No, about the bars. Oh, let's call it. well, it's a conspiracy. All right, theory. conspiracy not, theory. It's not, a, it's not <laughs> fact. You're saying they're not helping anyone out. They're just spreading a conspiracy. That's. I I think it's a conspiracy because it's it's yeah. Well, just listen to the call. It's conspiratorial in nature. Here it is. FedEx, Christopher calling again. Hey, uh, I've got a theory on your the the bars deal. Uh, here's what I think. I think that AT&T's been bashed for a, a long time for not having the greatest networks, and they kind of worked out a deal with Apple to uh, eh, make make it seem like their network was was better than it really was by you know showing stronger bars. And then obviously the whole Nintendo debacle, you know, forced uh, Apple to. Uh, yeah, try to change things so Apple could save a little more faith. So, yeah, that's about it. <clears throat> Enjoy the show. Uh, can't wait to hear it. It's my Thursday night truck driving night uh, highlight on my way home. So uh, keep up the good work, Derp. Sweet. Dude, trucking, dude. Tearing it up. Convoy. I see a great big convoy coming up the road. It's <laughs> a UPS truck, not a semi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They bring me things, though. I like them. That's what yeah. Brown does for me. That's what Brown does for me. My too. voice just cracked. Did you hear that? Like, excuse me, can I have this dance? Anyway, uh, so that's his conspiracy. You say what? No, I'm just saying it's a conspiracy. Okay, it's so you're like, saying there's no there's no basis for anyone to think that that's the case. I yeah, kind yeah. I, I kind of agree, but who knows? I mean, maybe that could be it. I mean, think about it. The bar. Well, what we know is after this last update, our bars all changed. So it seems like it's all on Apple side to me, you know. I don't know. It has to be that update made it so the the bars were more at least I guess more realistic. I don't even know if those are right. That's the thing. It's all that's why I hate the bars. It's either it, it, no. We went through this. I know it's either on or off. I know, I know, and they say I'm wrong about that, and that's fine. I, you know what? Many people made a really good point. It isn't truly on or off. Although a lot of people agree with me, by the way, smart people. Wait, that sounds wrong. I don't mean that you people are dumb people. I'm just saying, 
like some people experts in the field. I think they just need to do like an like a, what Skype does on the 3G network, where it's like green, you have a great connection. Great you know, idea. Orange, great idea. Orange, you're not getting a great such great connection. Red and is bad. Red, you're disconnected. Blue, you've been chosen to be taken up to heaven. Uh, I'm with you on all that, so that's great. Get rid of bars. Do a color coded situation. Skype leads the way. Moving on to a Canadian and a Canadian phone call. Hey, guys, it's uh, Sean from Canada here uh, with my new iPhone 4. This is a long call, so settle in. Uh, that was just released on the 31st of July uh, on Friday. Uh, just letting all you Canadians know that uh, I picked mine up from Rogers, and Rogers is uh, doing um, new activations and upgrades um, for a price of 159 for the uh, 16 gig and 269 for the 32 gig, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so if you uh, are eligible for an upgrade, go for it. Um, and if uh, you don't have a phone yet, uh, grab a new activation because uh, we're getting it cheaper than the States. Also, uh, on a side note, if you did have an old one and you have a World of Warcraft account with an authenticator, do not get rid of your old phone. Don't don't restore it because you have to change your authenticator over to your new one. I'm glad I didn't do it because I almost did and I would have lost that and had to call Blizzard. Uh, so anyways, uh, just letting you know uh, that this is what's happening in Canada. All right, derp. A couple of nights of restless sleep, I, I asked myself if I the reason I don't want to get an iPhone 4 yet is because I don't want to deal with the pain of my authenticator issues. Like, how did it go for you? Do you have it on your phone? Is that how you do it? Or do you do a little dongle thing? Uh, I have a dongle. I have a fob. Should, fob. should I have done that? Yes. But the thing is, all you have to do, this is, this is all you have to do. It's not a big deal. You just go online to your Battle.net account and just take off the authenticator. Okay. And then add remove it. Remove the authenticator, update your phone, blah, 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 reload the authenticator onto your thing and say, now connect this authenticator up to my account. Bam. It's that You're simple. back in business. Yeah. All you have to do is remove it off your account. Then you don't have that, you know, then you don't, then it's not going to be looking for it because there's nothing on your account. They only let you do one authenticator per account, right? Yeah. You can't have multiple authenticators, I don't think. Why, no. Why, what? Why would you want multiple <laughs> Well, not. I'm just for my information. I'm just clearing that up. That all, what you say makes sense. Ow! I broke my toe today. I swear. Just, oh all you gosh. have to do is remove your authenticator before you update your phone or get a new phone or whatever. Then you'll be clear. I totally broke my toe. I swear. Ugh. Okay. Whew. I was moving some furniture today and crunched that mini that picky toe, and now it's just a throbbing pain. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about another uh, boot. Let's talk about another Canadian <laughs> about his call. Hey guys, this is Joey Image, Scott Johnson's favorite pro wrestler. I got a quick question for you guys about the uh, unlocked phones that were just released in Canada today. It's Friday the thirtieth. Um, just want to just want to get your thoughts on this whole situation where Apple was boasting basically all week about unlocked iPhones, unlocked iPhones in Canada, 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 seven hundred bucks. Um, Canadian on Friday, which probably means they're, I don't know, 800 or 900 US um, on Friday. And then all of a sudden news reports come out this morning saying, wait, no, they're not unlocked. 
they are technically unlocked, <laughs> but once you choose a carrier, they then become locked to that carrier. All right, that's an important distinction. There was this big hoopla about how in Canada, 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 you could get the phone for this price, and then you could it's unlocked and usable for whatever carrier you wanted, and then this changes things a little bit because then you are locked into that dude or to that carrier. So if you want Rogers, then that's who you are stuck with once you've made the choice. Not stuck with in the sense that you have to forever use them, but that phone is. Um, so that's a good that's a good distinction. And the Canadians just getting their their iPhone 4s, um, we're getting a lot of news from them about how that's all going and what to expect and what it's going to cost and all that. So we really appreciate our Canadian brethren up north. Yeah, but it's interesting that that uh, you can choose your provider, what provider you want to go with, but you're paying a heck of a lot of money for your iPhone to do that. Yeah, but we'd be, that, we'd be paying that, that here what? too, right? Yes. Well, not really, because you don't have a choice of carriers with an iPhone in the States. True, but you could go buy a phone without trapping it to, well, I don't know. Legally, they have to sell you the phone without an account if you don't want, if you don't want one. Yeah. So there's no, nothing that says they, they, they can't. They just, but then they charge you the non-subsidized price, which is what's happening up there. But yes. they, it's nice that they have a choice. I don't know why we don't. Come on. Why well, don't I mean, we? The only time you've seen another iPhone running network is T-Mobile. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, and they jailbreak him to play on there. So. Yeah. So, uh, but the thing is, is why would you want to do that when the guy at previous calls, like, you know, with Jolly Rogers, whatever the company name was. It's not Jolly Roger. Or <laughs> <laughs> you could get it for 179 or whatever, 279 for this 32 gig. Yeah. That's Roger so. Chang's uh, Twitter account, by the way, Jolly Rogers. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know. Jolly so. Rancher is what you meant, maybe? Jolly Rogers, whatever they're... Buy your own iPhone at Jolly Rancher. All our iPhones taste like grape. All right, another Canadian. Hi, Scott and Eric. This is Zach the Canadian from way up north. Just calling to let you know I got my iPhone 4 here, and uh, it's pretty awesome, eh? Bought it with our money that's got holes in it, and uh, <laughs> loving it so far. Dear. Okay. I love it. I love our Canadian listeners. That guy might be my favorite caller ever. I think he was trying to do an accent. Oh, well, then he's in the running then. We'll count him as in the running. But he sounded like, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I like that guy. I like that he had to make a clarification. Uh, it's so-and-so from way up in Canada. That's way up north. Really? Really? Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll count him. Uh, so here's that's that's contender number one for the accent. Contender number two has something a bit more obvious in his voice. Hey, Scott and Eric. It's Matt. I'm from California. I just wanted to say I love you. I love your show. It's great. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic show. I just broke my phone with the uh, Comex software. It's great, too. It's a fantastic software. It's fantastic. Anyway, get down. I'm sorry about that. I have to get to the chopper, so I will see you later. Oh, no derp. We got to knock points off for no derp. Wait, you sure there was no derp at the end? Did you cut I, it off? There, no, there was no derp. derp it was derp-free. Derp-free. Uh, we didn't make the rule. That. Well, we didn't say you had to. It's just yeah. always bonus points. Um, all right, so there's your Arnold impression. Uh, and he jailbroke his phone. So maybe that was the governor. I don't know. Next up, 
warp defense recommendation. Hey, Scott and Eric. This is Derek from Pennsylvania, and I just wanted to call in and let you know about an app I found recently. Um, I got it when it was free. It is now a dollar. It's called Warp Defense. Uh, it's in the style of the tower defense style games, but it's got a space flair to it. Um, incredible graphics on the retina screen of the iPhone 4. looks amazing. Um, I thought Scott especially would like it because of the space style. Um, check it out. It's only a buck. Warp Defense. Okay. Oh, yeah. Derp. Oh, see, he almost didn't do it. He wasn't doing an accent. I have Warp, warp Defense. I've been playing it since uh, it was free. You're right. When it came out for free, uh, they had kind of a couple days there where they had that on sale for nothing. And I got it, and it's awesome. And I agree. It's it's still too tower defensey for my taste uh, overall. Like I, I like the Plants vs. Zombies take on tower defense, but... The traditional tower defense thing, the kind of field runners sort of action, not really for me. So I don't love it, but I but I like it okay. And you're right, I do like the the vector graphic sort of space age looking stuff going on, kind of a Tron thing happening there. Uh, so it's okay. Did you ever play that? Try it. I have not. You missed out on the free deal. But you like it because it's in space. I do like things in space. You know, if you followed App Slappy Show on Twitter, you would uh, you'd know about that deal. So maybe you should follow that. Well, maybe I should. Uh, it's a good. It's a good way to remind people. App Slappy Show on Twitter. What's the next big update? Asks this listener. Hey Scott and Eric, this is the best American accent I can pull off. But I just thought of a quick question. What do you think the next big update will uh, include? We have multitasking now. I was kind of thinking or hoping for either widgets or a drop down menu kind of like the android has let me know what you think thanks oh no derp either these guys are killing me if that was a real dude with a different accent normally and he did the american one he'd he'd be our winner but i have no way to confirm that or prove it yeah you'd have to break on his uh his regular accent his true form to his, see if he's true actually- form so what do you think is coming for the next big update? What kind of interface features slash whatever are you, do you expect people to get? I would have to say the big one that probably everybody's talking about who wants is the whole one look, your lock screen, you see the time, you see the weather, you see if you have any new messages, like that type of thing. Yeah, like a dashboard kind of thing. Like a dashboard type of thing, yep. I'm going to agree with you, and I think I'll throw in there. Uh, his idea about a drop-down menu is nice, uh, but I think we'll see... Mm, I think the update will include a far better way of turning off and managing your behind-the-scenes multitasking apps, because right now it's terrible. It's yep. the one gaping hole in that OS. It's dumb. I don't get it. Why that is so bad. So yeah, it's not... Done very you, well. you don't know what's running. You can't tell because stuff that isn't running is sitting next to things that are running. There's just it's just badly designed. So I don't know what they were thinking with that. So we'll get an update to that. And then Eric's dashboard idea is a great idea. I love that. So you stole mine. That's what everybody. That's what everybody wants and is waiting for, including me and you, as it turns out. Yep. All right. Let's go to another accent and a question about tethering. Hello, App Slappy. Dispiatosh here. I'd be wondering whether or not you can tether a jailbroken iPhone. Thank you, brothers. Derp. Oh, man. That one's a rough one to take. 
I'm not a big fan of really thick fake uh, <laughs> accents to make an accent. Yeah, it's just so like I don't know what it is. It's just really, oh, did you? You know, I haven't gone to like the ghosts yet in StarCraft Two. I didn't do the ghost bit. I did the. I went with the uh, this. What are they called? His side. I, I, I sided with that Tosh character. Guy. No, no, no. But I haven't played the ghosts yet the character the ghost and the little thing the ghost and the little thing you know the ghosts the ghost units in starcraft oh too. you haven't used a ghost unit yet yeah oh well you should you? you should they nuke and all kinds of cool stuff yeah yeah i have, yeah, I have. you know who does the voice for it though, liam right? o, our good friend liam o'brien listener of apps Lab. yeah i know i know i you know what i recognized it and i thought no he would have told us about that so i emailed him i said dude are you just are you in starcraft 2 somewhere and you just haven't said anything He's a yep, the ghost. I'm the voice of the ghost. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I cannot believe he held that back from us. I guess he was probably under some NDA, but um, he does great work yeah. in there. Sounds really good. You know, the thing is, I was playing with uh, Nicole and Mark last night, and they're like, there's Liam. I'm like, what? I yeah. was playing Zerg, so I didn't, couldn't hear it, but it's like, oh. Man. All you could hear was this. <laughs> yep, there's our Zerg impression. <laughs> <laughs> Every Zerg sound ends with a. The end. <laughs> Moving on to so so there's our second or third voice, right? What was our first? Yep. Yeah. Do we have a first? <laughs> Ca- uh, the Canadian. Oh, we picked we picked the Canadian. So we got the Canadian, the German, and now the Jamaican. So now, the Austrian actually, if you want to be. Oh, that's true. If you want to get real picky, well, <laughs> yes. And then our last call is this one. Hi, guys. This is Kate from Rochester, New York. She's not doing an accent at all. She's just being very nice and sounds pretty. <laughs> what is with you in the interruptions I'm just gonna, I'm just going to keep doing it. Okay, here we go. Like the interrupting cow. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Calling with a question. I am still an iPhone 1 user. Uh, my husband is as well. And I was considering upgrading us both to iPhone 4 uh, this month. I just read an article on Mac Rumors that says that iPhone 5 may be out as soon as January and it will also be on Verizon. Uh, I have not had any problem with my AT&T service upstate, but downstate I know that they have a lot of problems with it. My question is, if you were in my shoes, would you hold on to your iPhone 1 until January hoping that 5 is coming out or would you just pull the trigger on four now? Uh, thanks, guys. Derp. Okay. Uh, she wins. Just kidding. That's She won't win our contest. But she seemed very nice. <clears throat> I'm going to give you the advice that seems like I'm sort of not following. But because you're first-generation phone still, pull the trigger on the four because I guarantee you there is no five at, at, at January. There's no way they're yeah, doing it. My that. question is I can't believe it actually holds a charge still. Well, yeah, there's... She's going to, yeah, that's kind of amazing. But it's definitely time, dude. Like, you've had that phone for a long time. That is, you know, you've gotten the most you're ever going to get out of it. And the four is not going to go away by January. I guarantee it. I really don't know. The chance, you know, the possibility of a Verizon carried phone, that's different. But I wouldn't call that a five. That's just a four with that service. Um, There's no way they're going to do that that quick. Just, I guarantee they're not. That's a huge PR nightmare for them. I, it's yeah it's true i i mean i you never you know what i never thought they'd come out with new imax either well yeah but that's different those are always on they're on a schedule that's based a lot on sort of chip 
revisions and changes in graphics hardware and i mean other other factors roll into that this is more yeah, like maybe. unless they were like oh my gosh we found a chip that has half the battery consumption but three times the speed i mean sure maybe but that's unlikely yeah a lot of people would be pissed oh my gosh oh remember how mad they were when the price dropped like two months after the phone was released on the first gen yep and then they all got free 200 hundred dollar gift certificates or whatever hundred dollars that was kind of weak. <laughs> you have to admit, dude. It's better, dude. It's what other still company? Bad. I know. What other company would do that? I know. And other companies pull that kind of garbage all the time, and then they don't have a good way to to sort of soften the deal. And 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 Apple does. So yes, I'll give them credit for that. You're right about that. It's still kind of weird how just two months later, it's like, oh yeah, remember that thing you paid six ninety nine for? Two hundred dollars off. Anyway, I didn't buy the first gen for that reason. Or at least that's the story I'm telling you. Let's move on to emails. Oh, wait, let's give a winner first. Our $10 gift certificate. Eric, on a scale from 1 to 10, what do you give our Canadian with his new iPhone? <laughs> what? Do you remember? Yeah, I this remember. Guy. Hi, Scott and Eric. That guy. What do you give him? Scale 1 to 10. Oh, can we just pick instead of doing the whole scale thing? Yes, you can pick. Who do you want? No, who do you, you like? Let's have the chat room pick. Chat room, who do you like? The Russian, or not the Russian. There was no Russian. The Austrian, the, the Canadian. Jamaican or the Canadian? Or the Jamaican. The jerk chicken. We have a vote for Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, look, Arnold, it's, Canadian, it's a landslide. Russian. <laughs> so noted for the Russian. Austrian, Canadian, Canadian. Dude, Canadian's winning. Canadian. Austrian's doing all right, though. Canada, Canadian. It's a lot of Canadian, but I'm getting double Canadians from people. That's not cool. Canadian was the funniest. I agree. All right. Can- Can- Canada, congratulations. All right, Canada. Please. <laughs> uh, again, $10 gift certificate to iTunes. Thank you. Touch my and Let us know if that's really your accent. <laughs> yeah, if that's, if that's just you calling in and you weren't trying to win. Then I don't know what to tell you. Congratulations! You Congratulations! Just anyway, you just took someone else's prize. Uh, that was fun. So thanks, TouchMyApps.com, and for all of you who think that we we run a terrible contest, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I will not argue with you people. All right, emails. Hello, Scott and Eric. After listening to your last app slappy, that would be episode fifty-five. You recommended that people shouldn't upgrade their phones from three Gs to iOS four. If you're having major problems, you can downgrade back to iOS 3.1.3 using this guide. And we have a link to that. Uh, And here's a short URL for that. And they give us a short URL for that. So anyway, thanks for the hours of entertainment, Graham Egger. So there is a way to do this safely and conveniently if you made that update. Um, I'm really glad that I never updated my wife's phone to 4 because we don't have to deal with it. Um, yes, but really it's good to know there's a way you can get it back to where it was. And she's completely satisfied not to even worry about it. But I know there are a lot of people out there that really wish they could get more functionality out of the phone in light of this update, but it's too bad. I hate that. Uh, dear Scott and Eric, I know uh, we got this one from Martin in Poland. I don't know if you've heard, but there's a rumor spreading on the internet that the problem with the white iPhone 4 is backlight from the uh, iPhone screen display leaking out around the edges of the glass and seeping through the black and white phone. Seeping through the... Oh, back of the white phone, excuse me. Uh, They've got a link to the rest of the story. Love the show. Keep up the good work. So this is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know that that would bother me. 
Really? Yeah. Well, tell me about what. I mean, what do you think the big deal is? Why do you, why are people bugged about the the light leaking out of the back? Well, think about it. Say you have your phone, and uh, in the back you have your your back of your case is lighting up. And you yeah. maybe can see some of the electronics or whatnot. Yeah. Poking through. I like the, that though. Uh, I'm a fan. Well, I'm a kind of a fan of like. Like, you know, I've told you before, maybe I haven't told you, but I, I'm a big fan of electronics that come with see-through bodies. So oh like a, Xbox, <laughs> Xbox 360s or Playstations where you can see the guts of everything. That's so cool. It's like so 80s. Well, yeah, for sure. It's like a swatch or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with you that it's kind of an old look, but I've always liked it. And so I wouldn't mind if Apple did a phone where you could just see the guts of everything all the time. But... For people waiting for the iPhone, this may be a, a significant reason. This was on the street.com, and uh, sounds like there's some reason to believe that that is the glitch. And iPhone sales don't seem to be slowing, so I don't know that that many people are waiting for the white one anyway. But I'll tell you what, if they really work out this white one, I bet it comes without the death grip problem because they'll put some kind of resin on there or something, and I'll get a cool white-looking phone, and that's when I'll buy one. Moo-hoo-ha-ha. That's, mm-hmm. that's my plan. And then they'll find out that the white gives you ear cancer. Well, the black one gives you rear cancer. So, <laughs> so there. Anyway, there you go. That is uh, some good emails. Thank you guys so much for those. Again, the email address is appslappy at gmail.com. And in closing, let's talk about some iTunes reviews. Got one from Girl600, 123 Blisby, and RockDog78. All left us five star reviews in the App Store. Thank you so much. Or I guess it's not the app store. It's on iTunes, the podcast store. Uh, thank you for those. We love those. They keep the show going, keep us excited to keep going, and uh, love to hear your feedback. So thank you for that. Don't forget to visit touchmyapps.com. Thanks again to them for the $10 gift certificate. And don't also forget to use App 1, App 2, or App 3 as your code at GoDaddy when you're buying a domain, a renewal, or whatever at GoDaddy. Save some money. There's no reason to pay more when you can pay less at GoDaddy.com. Website to visit is appslappy.com. The email to send us stuff to, I already told you, so I'm not going to say it again. And follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash appslappyshow. That's where you'll find out about daily deals and more. Definitely a cool place to uh, check out on Twitter. But you can also follow us individually. You can find Eric at twitter.com slash hakitu. Wait, hakito, right? Yes. H-A-W-K-I-T-O. K-I-T-O. That's right. Ask for it by name. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash extralife. Thank you, chat room, who all sat here very nicely and helped us vote tonight. We really appreciate it. A Canadian who is not even trying to win wins because of you. Uh, so blame Canada. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Eric, any parting thoughts? Anything you want to say before we leave? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do this with almost every show I have, and you're the only one that kind of goes, um, uh. <laughs> I don't have like... I'm going to go butter my toenails now. <laughs> that was single-handedly better than any of the ones Randy has ever done. I'm going to go butter my toenails. Oh, my gosh. That made my day. All right. Well, you, that's see, that was enough for me. That's You summed it up beautifully. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. We'll see you on episode 57 next week. Until then, stay safe. Later. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to App Slappy. For more great iPhone, iPod, and App Store coverage and archives of this show, visit AppSlappy.com. Cheap Dad's Cheap Game of the Week. I'm your host, The Cheap Dad. You may have noticed, possibly even celebrated the fact, that there wasn't an episode last week. Now, I could blame that on a lot of different things, like, I don't know, my wife falling down and breaking her shoulder, moving to a new area, Lord Zeno commanding me to stop Tom Cruise at any cost. It could be a lot of different things, but really, it was kind of mundane. You see, I had a guest host all lined up, But she got a little touch of the stomach flu, so she had to bow out that night. Fortunately, she's here now, and she is none other than my mom. Help me! So are you you comfortable there, Mom? No! Well, I'm glad I could help you out there, Mom. You see, everyone, Mom had never heard any of the episodes of Cheap Dad. So for her safety and security, I tied her to a chair and made her listen to them. One after another constantly for two days you suck completely by coincidence she got sick right after that it was coincidence right mom oh sure coincidence so this week mom and i are going to review a really fun game called space station frontier it's not a new game it's been in the app store for quite a while now and i have had my eye on it for a long time so i finally decided to take the plunge Now, I have to say that I really enjoyed it a lot. Mom, what did you think? Are you kidding? I didn't play it. What what do you mean you didn't play it? You had me tied to a chair, remember? Being tied up is no excuse to not play the game, Mom. Well, I guess I'll be carrying the show at this point. Space Station Frontier is a crazy mix of real-time strategy and tower defense. You control a mobile space station platform whose sole mission is to gather resources for Earth. The game is made by Origins 8, who have also made other excellent games, Sentinel and Sentinel 2. In an awesome tie-in, they even managed to include the Sentinel from the first two Sentinel games into Space Station Frontier. As you complete missions, you get money, which you can use to upgrade the space station, buy new weapons, and what the heck are you doing that's making so much noise? Nothing. You're trying to escape again, aren't you? Maybe. Mom, we've been over this. It's for your own protection. You are an idiot. I'm just going to assume that the loss of circulation to your hands and feet made you say that. Idiot. Now, despite my mom being an unwilling co-host and really dragging me down and making me have to pull all the slack... Are you serious? I think I can safely sum up this episode by saying Space Station Frontier. $2 in the App Store right now. A lot of fun. Definitely recommend it. This is Cheap Dead and his mom. I'm calling the police when I get out of here. Signing off. Phillips, the Wilson or something, whatever. Wilson Phillips? Wilson and she plays the will. She, she doesn't play the Wilson. She is the Wilson. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.